Oh, it's true, it's true, it's damn true. What's going on, everybody? It is your world's famous wrestling podcast, the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast with yours truly. It is the ace that runs the place, the ace of diamonds. And it is yours truly, the podcast tribal chief, the franchise. We are in the building. What is going on, Ooze? What's going on with you, nothing, man? It's going, what's going on with you, Ooze? Ah, man, it's, it's been... Been a while since we've been on here. Yeah, man. I most definitely missed it. I missed the crowd. I missed the the being able to talk about well, obviously we still talk about wrestling and whatever like that, but being able to be on the podcast and talk about it and reach out to the fans and stuff like that and you know, just talk about you know our opinions and what's going on and stuff and rants Boy. and rants and raving, rant, rants and raving and, and stuff about what's going on in the Boy. in the world wrestling world. Boy. Yes. We got some shit to talk about. Man. This is this is not even the, the the kickoff to the new season. This is a bonus episode. Yeah, this because. is yeah yeah yeah. This is a bonus episode. So I'm quite sure you guys were like y'all listened to the last episode. We was talking about we coming back around SummerSlam, but we had to do a bonus episode because we couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on, and we had to get it out. Oh. Gotta get it out. Gotta get um, these these thoughts of just what in the hell is going on? Mm. Like seriously, I don't listen. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure it out. I, I th- if there was like confirmation, like if somebody came, if somebody like somebody from the PR team. From basically, I know you guys. You know, we talk about WWE a lot. If somebody from the PR team or somebody came out and said, "Listen, there's a reason behind all this stuff. You just gotta wait and see what happens." If somebody was like came out and gave us like that confirmation, like, "Listen, this, there's releases. We're releasing stuff, but we're basically revamping this whole thing. We're, we're revamping this whole thing. Just trust the process, and you'll, you guys will see. You guys are gonna love what's." To come in the future for the WWE and NXT. If it was something like that, then maybe I would feel a little bit at ease. But once you see these things happening, and it keeps happening, especially what this year, mostly along, I think I saw it on the thing that said on the Dirt Street Radio, they said it's been like 52 releases in the WWE since they really started releasing people. So I'm like, it's, 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 you get worried or whatever like that. You get worried because, like I said, we've been fans of the WWE for a long time and we never seen these many releases in happening in such a you know short period of time and stuff you know even i know i'm saying it's a pandemic but it's like golly you know and you can't say things about budget cuts because like they said like you paying goldberg like two million dollars or something like that two million whatever to show up for twice two times a year but you cut guys like a Braun Strowman, who you could you use you know uh you you cut guys you get you release uh rusev who was one of the hottest dudes in the business, you know what I mean? Uh, Alistair Black obviously had great ideas. Come on, now, you see what Alistair Black just did in AEW, you know? And the future is bright for him in AEW, thanks what he could do. Like, I, I'm enjoying, like, come on, the Dark Father, that whole that setup, when, he, when I was coming out, that Dark Father, I was like, dude, and if him with a few with Big E, and if Big E would have, if Big E still would have won money in the bank, him feuding with Alistair Black in the meantime while he has that money in the bank would have been a good filler for him because right. now he has something to do. He has something to do while he's still money in the bank champion. I mean, money in the bank champion and stuff like that. Let's just say something like that. Dude, that would have been great for him. 
something, you know, but no, they took that away. And now what this Alistair Black does, and he, when he capitalizes off of the contract, off of the, his contract uh, situation, goes to AEW, fused with Cody, and everybody's pissed. Why Cody? Why? Who else but Cody on AEW that you're really going to fuel with? Right. Who's better than Cody to Alistair Black? Do you see the promotional pictures? You see Cody dressed in the white, Alistair Black, and the dark is like the light versus the dark. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing with Big E that could have did. But power of positivity versus the dark five. It was the same <laughs> thing that you could have had it. You could have had it, but you dropped the ball on that. And now look at Rusev. Rusev is the TNT champion. Rusev is probably the most dominant. And he's not losing that championship no time soon. He's... Arguably, probably the most dominant force on AEW right now. <laughs> right. Like, like, I'm not going to lie. In the beginning of the birth of AEW, I would watch it and you, if you listen back to any of the previous podcast episodes, I used to say that it gave me, and it still kind of still does, that WCW vibe to it. Yeah. But what they're doing is is they're allowing their stars, they're they're allowing the talent to learn as they go. Right. You know, they're they're developing as they're growing. Right. You know, it's not a it's not a well-oiled machine. Right. But who's at the head of the throne? Tony Khan is a wrestling fan. Right. And you can see it in his you could like that's why I I like to see that it's like it's the total opposite between him and Vince McMahon. Tony Khan is obviously Tony Khan is younger and everything like that, but Tony Khan just seems like he's more of a like I said he's kind of like a you know a wrestling nerd, you know what I mean? Yeah. He he loves wrestling and he's more, I say he, between him and Vince, he's more open minded to the ideas of what's you know what his talent brings to him to more than Vince might seem from time to time or whatever like that. You kind of need somebody in Vince's corner to be like nudge him, be like, nah, bro, like this is this is gonna work or something. And and as a lot of people have said, one of the biggest names or one of the biggest voices in the the IWC, <laughs> um. The guy I put you on, JD, mm-hmm. from Off the Script. Vince McMahon has a lot of yes men in his corner. Me and you had this conversation before um, off mic. I think we might even had it on here yeah. one time. But when Pat Patterson passed away, that was the only person in Vince's circle, in Vince's inner circle, which if you know, it's it's Kevin Dunn. It's Bruce Pritchard. It's, you know, I won't say it's Nick Khan, but... Nick Khan just got there, right? Yeah. Nick Khan just got there like a couple but years ago, right? As the as the immediate circle of the events, yeah. you know, Pat Patterson was the one that would tell Vince no or give Vince, you know what? Let's do it this way. I still like your vision, but let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't remember... But Pat Patterson was the one who came up with the idea of the Royal Rumble. And Vince was against it. Now look at the Royal Rumble. Right. It is one of the flagship shows. Right. It's one of the big four. Well, big five. Right. You know? 
if you don't have someone that's going to challenge your position, right? You're you're going to like you will fail. Yeah, and not saying that like Vince is wrong a lot of the time. Right. Vince is a very intelligent dude when it comes to ideas, when it comes to wrestling, knowing what he wants. But sometimes you need that person on your team that's like, I like it, but like you said, let's try this, whatever like that. You kind of like, you never thought about it like that. It's just right. having those creatives on your team that's like, Vince is a creative, but sometimes, like I said, he might get in his own way and everybody be like, no, Vince has a good idea, a good idea, but you got that other guy that's like, I see your vision, but let's do it like this. And Vince be like, oh, I never looked at it like that. Let's try that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with his idea, whatever or like even, that. Or even when the talent, because you got to take, you got to think about it. It all boils down to the talent. Right. So if you have the talent, like Aleister Black, Tommy End, who started coming up with these ideas. Right. And he's been on record. He, you know, we, we talked, we, we played it on the episode when we addressed the Aleister right. Black release. We played the clip of him talking about how Vince was all for it. But Vince was like, let's just do it this way first. Mm-hmm. You know, like he never pushed the idea away. But it was more so Vince was like, if it doesn't work my way first. Then we can look into what you want to do. We may even mix the two together, but let me just do it this way first. Right. You know, and. I was looking because the one person on Twitter that is like one of the most reliable sources is Sean Ross Sapp of, mm. of Fightful.net. And he said, this was three hours ago, he released this. He said, I spoke with WWE officials this morning about the mass releases, them happening so frequently, and what they thought was the catalyst and what it was, and what it was supposed to be. Now apparently there's a full story that's on his um that's on his Patreon account. But he's basically saying like he's there's more to the story than other releases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how they've been just going. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people and we talked about it feel like is this a possibility that they're selling Right. You know, because if you look at all the releases, could it be that? You know, because yesterday, during the middle of SmackDown, (laughs) we get notification that 11 people got released. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the biggest, the the most shocking name in this list, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Listen, I I heard rumors that Bronson Reed was going to get called up. He was coming to the main roster because they need a fresh batch of talent, especially on Raw, right? But I was like, when well, I remember when Bronson Reed had that tweet, he tweeted Roman. It was like the bloodline to talk about the bloodline and getting you know the Intercontinental title. I was like, yo, that would have been sweet. That would have been raw if they did that. But obviously now that's not, that's not happening, whatever like that. I mean, it could possibly still happen. He could get come back, resign in some capacity, whatever like that. But for have to have him get released, he just I think he just had a few with Adam Cole. He just, just got Adam done. Cole. He just got done with Adam Cole. I'm like, that for that to happen, I'm like, that's but that's he, a shocker. He's been in dark match 
dark matches for five straight weeks on SmackDown. Right. Leading up to his release. Mm -hmm. So they was already like putting him in this position of you're going to get called up. You're going to get called up, right. And uh, it's just... That could have shook up SmackDown. If he, you seen Bronson Reed come up and he joins the, he's a part of the bloodline and he takes out Apollo Crews and stuff because you know Apollo go, Apollo been champion for a minute and he kind of like his his Intercontinental run has been kind of yeah you know so to kind of like put that title on Bronson Reed it had the blood like you they they you got Naomi coming coming to the drink oh man that would have been sweet yeah that would have been sweet. that had a lot of potential I had mentioned it in. The recap video I did for um, the last pay-per-view where Money in the Bank, Money where, Bank yeah. where they won the title, yeah. where the Usos won the tag team. And I said, you know, if I was doing it, I would have him come out leading up to SummerSlam and attack Cena. Bronson Reed. Yeah. yeah. Have him attack Cena, you know. Showcase the dominance that he has, and then that can be kind of like the even though there really does need to be no muscle, mm -hmm. but he's the muscle for right the bloodline, right? And then that's when you put him in that position because you know, and, Roman, yeah, because you know, Roman would have been like, you know, we just need, we know, we I just need a little bit more. More, you know, more muscle in in the group, right. you know. Say, Jimmy, Jay, no, no, dis, you know, no disrespect to my cousins, but y'all not, y'all not that, y'all y'all muscle, but y'all not. Y'all don't have that fear, right? Like that right. Oh, he just, I need something, Colossus, you know. Right. And he like, and boom, he could have threw that out there for bait, like, yo, I just need something a little bit more, Colossus or whatever like that. And then, and, and then what you could have did was, cause you you said. Bronson gets the title off Apollo. Right. I wouldn't even do that because then Apollo will have to kind of be like the a, a face or whatever. We already it's kind of like written on the wall that Knox going to get the Intercontinental yeah. title. Yeah. Have him get the Intercontinental title, and then Bronson bulldozer over okay. Knox. Right, just kind of like get the introduction of Bronson Reed, like yo, everybody, this is Bronson Reed, this is the Colossus of the Bloodline or whatever mm -hmm. like that. Boom, you got him in there. He kind of run rush shot. I mean, Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, that's easy money right there. That's it. That's an easy wash for him easy. right there. Easy wash. You could throw who else? Who's the face on Smack? KO maybe. I, I was gonna say KO, KO, something like that. You know, uh, whoever, like maybe some, maybe like. Street Profits or something like that. I don't know. Um, but just kind of like give him that introduction and whatever like that. And then, like I said, knock Beast, whatever, Beast uh, Apollo. And then now Bronson Reed's like, yo, I'm I'm next up. I, I want next. I want that title. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, you lead him to the blood. Like, now in the bloodline got all the belts. The bloodline got all the belts. And then Naomi, that's that, that, that. That's the ace. That ace right there, you don't know. So no you pun intended. Right, yeah, no, yeah, right. No, <laughs> hey, we don't know what's gonna go happen with Naomi. So it's it's very interesting. What they could have did with that. But also they released uh Leon Ruff. That was a guy that, you know, 
I felt like that was kind of like a play on uh, Leo Rush. Like it was kind of like mess, you know, mm-hmm. you know. But he he had talent. He had talent. He was cool. Tyler Russ. I already know too much about him. Mercedes Martinez. That was kind of like a surprise because she was just on Takeover. She had a match with uh, Zaya Lee, yeah. or whatever like that, you know. But I mean, I guess because what she's older too. I think she's like. 38, 39, somewhere around there. Something and that's like. a lot of what people are saying is this batch of people are slightly older. Yeah. Than yeah. Bobby Fish, injury prone, but he has he's older. But you could have seen, and with the Bobby Fish thing, Bobby Fish could have been like a trainer. Right. They, they could have used him as a trainer right, because right. He, he's good in the ring. Right. You know? Right. Um, who else did he had? Ari Sterling. Jake Atlas, that was kind of like a, you know, not a shocker, but he's ta- that's a talented guy right there. Kona, Kona Reeves, you know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Kona Reeves, that was a guy he brought in. I really didn't feel his character like that when he when he got when he was on NXT. So I'm kind of not really not mad at that one. Zachary Smith, Asher Hale, Giant, Zengir, Stephon Smith, and Desmond Troy. I think Desmond Troy was a referee, I believe. Yeah. So I, I think it might be Stephon. Oh, okay. I'm so, not 100% sure about it. So, I mean, that's that's the best right there. Like I said, obviously, the biggest one was Bronson Reed. But let's talk about the other big one. The other big one. Who the man that had the whole wide world. In his hands, he had the whole wide world. In his hands. Our boy. One of my favorite characters in the WWE. Even before The Fiend. I'm talking about just when he first got, when he first came up. My man, Bray Wyatt. Catching fly. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I saw that and I was like, yo, you got to be kidding me. You let go of possibly one of the most. You let go of two of the cre- most creative characters on your roster. And Bray was just ready to come back. He got saw a picture of him released. He was in incredible shape. Obviously, he was going through the situation with Luke Harper passing away, stuff like. Still kind of like dealing with that. I was a close friend of him, close friend of his, and um, you know, he probably had some other stuff going on. But I said his health and everything, and mental health and whatnot. So he was just getting ready to come back. I think he said he was supposed to come back like in September, I believe, or something. And you release Bray Wyatt, dude. That's that that one. I was thinking about all my way here, dude. I was thinking about all the releases that like that's gonna hurt that hurt WWE. Now, obviously, WWE is not gonna go anywhere. WWE is a publicly traded company. It's not going anywhere no time soon. And they, I quite believe WWE is like, listen, we had the confidence to have all this talent. We're gonna get. We're gonna be straight. We can always replace talent. That's not a problem with us. But I think with the AEW, how AEW really is cooking right now. AEW is really hot right now. Really hot. So, I'm like, you. if you add, like, a Bray Wyatt to that, so you're already getting CM Punk coming back. You which, got, we, which we're going to talk about. We, you got the, the, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson coming there. Which we're going to talk about. <laughs> if you add a Bray Wyatt to this situation, now, I know everybody wants him to go to the Dark Order. You know how I feel about him partnering up with the Dark Order. I don't know. We can see. But if you got Bray Wyatt coming there, and creatively can do whatever he wants. Because you see how it's working for some of the other talent that's there. It's going to be interesting. 
And you know, I thought John John Moxley to me was one of the signers. I was like, yo, that was a big signing. Mm-hmm. That's a big signing. But if you get you get you get Bray Wyatt, that's 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 gonna be a tough one. That's gonna be a and especially game. if Bray killing it. That's gonna be a game changer. Right. It is. Oh man, when when I heard the news that Bray Wyatt got released, it was a what it was a week ago, right? Yeah. It was a week ago like today. About, like, about a week ago. We can go today. Yep, it was a week ago today, because I remember. I remember watching JD from in from off the script. Yes. He eviscerated the WWE on his rant. If you didn't catch the one that he did last night, he I've never it's like a it's like a love-hate relationship I have with, with him. Yeah. Because I love the passion that he has. The one thing I don't like is I don't like when he kind of, like, disrespects the talent. Yeah. Because you, you were talking about the the, uh, the 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 Raw Women's title not meaning nothing. Like, yeah, kind of, like, like meaning, like, the 24-7 title meant more than the... Well, yeah, he disrespects the titles, but then he disrespects the talent, too. Like, he calls Nikki A-S-H, Nikki Trash... You know, nah, she's not trash. He, he says that Zelina Vega's not talented. Like she just, she she has no reason. But then he explained why. Because I'm like, dude, like she's one of the best on the mic, and then you just need to give her time in the ring. Right. She can she can perform in the she ring. can perform in the ring, right? But then he explained why he didn't, and it's because of the whole, which a lot of people feel similar to. Is like you went on this whole. We need to have like a union yeah. and all this stuff, and you were so against it, but then they offered you to come back, and then you take it, you you grab it, and you go. Hey man, you gotta pay them bills, man. You bills know? don't stop. Bills so, don't stop, man. But then you also gotta think like when she got released, she went on her Twitch and she got emotional because she was like, "I did not, I didn't want this to happen." Mm-hmm. At the time that they were at, when they got most of their money from house shows. Yeah. So you now just remove the house shows away from them. How are they going to eat? Right. You know, how are the ones that are not the bigger names going to eat? Right. Especially with like merch. Merch. You know. You know, the pay-per-view the pay-per-view pay big checks right and the promo runs that they would do like we know that when when they come here they'll have like a little signing at mm-hmm. the new era store they'll be at the radio station mm-hmm. they'll be all over the place that's where they got most of their money from mm-hmm. now you take that away from them what are they going to do right well okay i can profit off of twitch i can profit off of doing cameo yeah. cameo I can, she had the OnlyFans or yeah, something like that, right? But yeah. she she did that once on the list of things that you can't OnlyFans wasn't on there. That's why she that's why she's oh, there's this door. Let me go here. Right. You know? But it, going back to the whole Bray Wyatt situation, he went he went off on the WWE about it. And when I heard the news, I was like, wow. Like, and then there was the there, there's the rumors of like him and Vince, their relationship was kind of 
Topsy Turby, mm-hmm. you know, and then I heard that some people in within the creative side, they didn't know what to do with the character anymore. Right. You know, which then they were saying the telltale signs was when we started seeing that Alexa, Alexa Bliss was pretty much taking over this whole character. Yeah, character. she was. Yeah, she took the character. You know, and when I, when the release happened, she was one of the first people I thought about. Right. Because I'm like, the fans are going to annihilate her. Right. Because they're going to look at it as, yo, like they may look at her as we as we talk about all the time. They need someone to attack. Right. You, Alexis. Yeah, you're right. You about <laughs> you know, to get this work. And they slightly did, you know, on Raw. She popped up. They booed her. But, you know, they kind of tried to cover the booze with whatever they did. But somebody, one of the podcasts I listened to, because they was in Chicago on Raw, for Raw, he said that a few of his buddies went there, and he said that when Alexa Bliss popped up on that Titantron, he said, my friends told me the crowd went, they, a sea of booze just started going her way. Mm. And it's just like, damn. You know, it's like, I, I can't believe that this is what happened. But then when we look at everything that's going on with Bray, I mean, it's the worst thing to happen to the WWE. As far as current releases. Yes. You know, because this man is the epitome of evolving as a talent. Right. You know, Husky Harris. Before then, I forgot what he forgot his name. Yeah. But Husky Harris transforms the Bray Wyatt. And then you have the... The transformations of Bray Wyatt, the cult leader Bray Wyatt, the uh, eater of worlds Bray Wyatt. Uh, somebody, somebody said we haven't seen a character this dynamic, in in the way they can change characters since McFoley. Right. More athletic McFoley. Right. Right. But just the way the character, like the, the transformation on that with the characters, and uh, the the wrestling community was even like, not just the fans, but the talent was like, yo, what? Like, I can't believe it. You know, Alexa sent out a, a heartfelt she, tweet, of, yeah, because, yeah. response. Um, Braun Strowman released one that said, I'm waiting. Like, waiting where for me? Because I'm like, where, like, where are you at? Dude, but I, I listen. <laughs> let me tell you, like about Braun. Like I think Braun asking price is too high. I, That's what I heard. I heard Braun's asking price is too high, and I don't think a lot of people really want to pay him that bread like that. So you know, I think right now Bray is just kind of like chilling in the in the. In the, in the I mean, I'm, like Braun, yeah, I said Braun. Braun's chilling in the, uh, in the in the side in the cut right now. You know, because and mm. it was it was. It's like, then, then, then we seen the uh, the Randy Orton 
tweet, not tweet. It was like a meme when it was like when Randy Orton was like, "Yo, I promise you, you'll never see Bray Wyatt and Oda Fiend in the WWE ever again." And I was like, "Yo, that's what I told you." Like he the new golden shovel, man. Whoever, everybody that, that he was, evolved with, he took him out. But that he was, took him out. But that was storyline. I get, I, I get the premise right. behind it, you know. But but I, it's like our imitate life or life right. imitate. All right, bro, he got Mark Henry gone, Christian Cage gone, Matt Hardy gone. Even Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy responded to it. Like, a lot of people did. And do I think that the they didn't know what to do with Bray Wyatt's character? Mm, it's not that. I just think that they felt like maybe it exhausted. But where I think they screwed up was you put the belt on Bray Wyatt too soon. They put the universal title on Bray White too soon. Right. Because you got to think, he came SummerSlam, and then by that following year, early the next year, he won the universal title. Yeah. I would have not done that. Because I've said it before, there's certain characters that don't need the belt. Right. Bray White did not need the belt. He was his... Face value alone right. was big. And then No, I think the well, you should go with Goldberg? Yes. The Goldberg the Goldberg thing will really kill them. Goldberg that Goldberg was really killed him. The ultimate right. death sentence. That was a death sentence right there. And I just after that, he was never the talent. The, the character was never the same. But do you think? Okay, not okay. You say he gave the given. He shouldn't have given him the title so early. But do you think it was just the booking of that? Because you could have still gave him the title and still had great booking for him mm-hmm. for that. But it's the fact that they had to give it to Goldberg out of all people. They could have. They could have put anybody else in that position for Bray to face other than Bill Goldberg and just kind of like go off of that. You know what I mean? But they put Goldberg in this situation. It was like, well, Goldberg has to win the title for Goldberg to face. I think it was like full post face Roman yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. So we could have that match. Y'all still, I'm like, that's a match right there that you don't need a title for. It could have been just Spear versus Spear, Roman versus Goldberg for the title. Here you go. I mean, not for the title, just because. Mm-hmm. And that would have been great. Well, we would have been cool with that. And Bray could have had his match at whatever WrestleMania for facing whoever. Whatever, but it was like the, I think it was just a like terrible booking on my behalf. But I and also too like said Bray survived the Seth situation in the Hell in the Cell with that he survived that went back dominated Seth won the title, you know, like losing to Goldberg he, that was a death sentence and then coming back coming back and losing to Randy Orton the way he did and then in the Lex Bliss situation I still feel like I was weird like I feel like you know that whole setup was just weird it's kind of like okay it's, it's kind of like one of those it's what movie was just done where you they, they left no 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 where they left you with this easter egg and then they never we've never gotten another thing matter of fact Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Okay? Mm-hmm. That movie told a whole different story of the Michael Myers character and the family. Right. 
Because at the end of the second Halloween movie, they all came together. And now it's all of them. And you don't do nothing after that. You mm. kind of just leave it with, okay, now the family is all together and they're, it's a family of killers now. <clears throat> what are we doing with this? I think with Bray Wyatt, and I said, and I told people this, and I believe this in my heart and my soul, that Bray Wyatt could have been one of the biggest faces in the WWE because that was his next step is to be a face. He was never a face, and I think he 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 could work the crowd. He had a character that everybody loved. Mm-hmm. And stuff. His merch was selling. Like everything, he checked all the marks. He just never really been a face. And when he came back, and we explained after what happened with him and Alexis, he was just like, I'm gonna come back bigger, stronger. This that, that. he gave this heartfelt, passionate speech about what he him doing coming back, or whatever. Like this basically like, I'm gonna come back bigger, stronger, and whatever. I'm going to reclaim my my spot. Or whatever. And then they just we just never seen him after that. Obviously, like I said, he had probably issues and stuff. But if he'd have came back, and he'd have came back in a face role, I would have been down for that. And then I think also too, when with the Alexa situation, when she came up with Lily, it should have been a male character instead of a girl. Like Lily should have been a boy or something like that. Or whatever demonic thing that Gave her her powers so and stuff. Should have been a man. So when if Bray was to come back, It'll be Bray could have had a feud with this man demon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like because she came back, he came back. It would have been because you can't have Bray fight Alexa, right? You know what I mean? Or even shit, fuck. Lily could have been a man, whatever. Or Lily could have transformed into a dude. Or something like that. Like I have the power to to shape shift and I turn into whatever dude you you choose to have her fight. Have him fight. And then them two could have they, they could have had a feel for for a little bit, whatever like that. Then you Bray comes out on top. You finally get Bray his dude, then Bray can go on and move on from after that and be the be the, one of the biggest. I'm telling you, Bray could have been one of the biggest faces in the WWE. I still remember when he I forgot what it was. A tri- it was the Triple H moment. We had a moment with Triple H, and yes. the title was on the ground, and yes. Bray picked it up, and the crowd lost it. And I was like, "Yo, if you put Bray into that role as a face, I'm telling you, Bray will kill it." The thing, the thing with Bray, and this is why I love Bray Wyatt, Window Tonga. <laughs> Wyndham Tunga. Yeah, it's a Wyndham Rotunga or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's because he has a creative wrestling mind. Brad in the business. In the business. Father's IRS. Brother's Bo Dallas. You know, bro. Fucking Bo Dallas, bro. <laughs> Come on. Bo Dallas is the man. The ball on Bo so Dallas. <laughs> With just the two of them, you just brought up the idea of Lily being shapeshifter. Lily being could have been Bo. That that could have been Bo Dallas. That could have been Bo freaking Dallas, bro. Why don't we have the pencil in the WWE creative? Fire everybody else and just get yo, the two of us yo, in the room. That's not like a stressful <laughs> ass job, though, bro. 
Bro, hold on. We gonna get we gonna get distracted because you know why we gonna get distracted. We gonna see we gonna see them the them divas. We were like, yo. That's why I said that could have worked at AEW. Take Conti. Take oh, my God. It would have been over for you, bro. It would have been over for you, bro. That is, that is, the, well, okay. You would have been like, let me get in shape. Let me get in this ring. Who I got to, who I got to fight to get? Like, you going to screw somebody over. Whoever she dating, if she was dating somebody that's at AEW, you screwing them over. You losing every match, fam. As long as I'm here, bro, you losing every match, bro. But I just feel like with... That that right there could have been perfect. Perfect. You could have you could have done one. You could have did that, or you could have, if we weren't open, mm-hmm. air quotes, mm-hmm. and we were still in the Thunderdome. You could even did. They like, could have so much stuff. They could have did with that, especially with the Thunderdome. With, they could have did so much. Like okay, you could have threw the Bo Dallas in there, kind of like the the Firefight Funhouse when they kept switching it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Bo Dallas, switch it, boom, then throw like a uh, uh like sign Eric Rowan to like a one off match thing. Have Eric Warren Rowan come back, but he comes back as like the bludgeon brother with the mask and everything, you know, and that mess Cause you might not you might end up with the Luke thing. I was about to say, yeah. I, I, well, that that might not that might not be the the move. But if it's with Rowan and Bray knows because it's all of them. Mm-hmm. It might be like, okay, this is this is us paying tribute to Brody. Mm-hmm. So us having this match, and you might have something that is a remind, like a reminder, or like a yeah, like a wristband or something yeah, or like something that. Yeah, that is that we know is Brody. Yeah. Oh, the they always do the yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that, that's right. Yeah, they do you that. Know, yeah, or, or do something like that. That you can pull so much from there. Right. Even though, do a one-off. Bring IRS in the joint. You know, you can do so much. And then, like us as wrestling fans, and we know you start to connect the dots. I'm like, yo, yeah, yo, Alexa is fucking with his head. Right. You know, really messing with his head. Throw throw another monkey wrench out there. Have have Alexa at the at the top. Of of the ring or at the top of the entrance or have her somewhere and then lights go out, lights come back on. She's standing there. Who she got next to her? Jojo. Bam. Messes with Bray's head. Right. Because now it's like you're 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 taking the character of Bray Wyatt, but then you're also bringing in real list like real life. This family, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, like his, you know, and it messes with him, but then he kind of gets that. That summons that power to just overcome it, right? And then like he may start off as Yowie Wowie Bray, right? And then it's that transition. We start to see the transition, and then the lights go out, and then when the lights come back on, it's the fiend, and we right. know he' about to go to work, right? Right. Also with that, like I was saying, like he has the hurt and heel gloves, and he can use the. He, there was supposed to be power with that, so he could take the heel glove and like touch. You know, even if you say you did bring JoJo in the situation, let's say she brings the JoJo in the situation, and Alexa Bliss has to play and play, play and pain gloves, and she, I don't know, like I know pain obviously is gonna hurt her. Play could have been something, or you could use the play like she's, I'm going to hurt JoJo, mm-hmm. whatever like that, or whatever. Oh, I do something to JoJo while I turn JoJo against 
Bray. And Bray uses the heel gloves to try to heal her and make sure she's okay, whatever like that. You kind of see the fiend be vulnerable, whatever right. like that. Like, oh, like that's this is it. The same fiend, whatever like that. This or whatever like that. Or, or like I said, even like with Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas, like I remember at WrestleMania, we thought that was Bo Dallas. A lot of people, a lot of people that. thought that was Bo Dallas. I was like, oh, like, but I seen like I'm looking like I'm like, I don't know. But then when I seen the the, the neck tattoo, I was like, okay, that's that's Bray, whatever. But yeah, you could have most definitely threw Bo Bo in there. Even shit, like you could have threw like Bo and Curtis Axel in there. The B team, it could have just had like this. The the this demon team or something whatever like this this whatever however you wanted to do it you know and Bray and Bo was good on the mic too Bo was good mm-hmm. Bo was super talented and stuff and you just had Bo there not doing nothing like Bo would have been dope for that yeah it, and and you could it's, it's it's so much with the creative mind of Bray and then like we just seen how he just really embodied a lot of that and I think see but that story you just said right there would have been grateful like that push that face push and that would have been that would have catapulted Bray I think he probably was scared to even put Bray in that position like cause Bray would have been one of the biggest stars cause he really wanted Drew it was really but Drew see, but see here's the thing <clears throat> there's three names that come to mind that's bigger in the WWE. Stone Cold, The Rock, and now you can... John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. Now you can see John John Cena. Cena, for sure. That's bigger than wrestling. Yes. Flair... I feel like Flair is just synonymous with wrestling. Like, you, it's just like... Flair is synonymous with yeah. wrestling, but you can see where Flair's influence... Is planted in yeah. other things, so right. I can probably even say Flair's up there too. I, I, I look at Flair as kind of like a Snoop Dogg. Okay, you know what I mean, like popular, but not like you know you get that respect, but you're not like bigger than wrestling. He, you know, he's he's well, he's more well known, well known with the community. Yeah, okay, with it, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. So like those three, but everybody else. They don't want to be bigger than the company. Right. You know? And I think what you said with the Bray character, that might have put him in that not... He could have surface level been at that point where he could have possibly broke the glass. Yeah. As Vince likes to always refer to, breaking that glass window. He doesn't want no one to break that glass yeah. window. Yeah. He keeps talking about it, but he's like, because I, I know no one's going to break it. The last three that broke it, yeah. Dipped and left the WWE kind of like high and dry and they right. didn't know what to do. But I mean, obviously Stone Cold will come back, but Stone Cold was plagued by injuries. So that's why he had to. Yeah. His, he had to but that was a hit for the WWE, though, because like they said, that was their guy. Like that was their guy, mm-hmm. you know. And the one thing is Stone Cold will always try to do something to come back. To, to do to give something yeah. yeah like he like he does his broken skull sessions you know he's he's if they need him to come for like a the, uh, what you call it Legends Night or something Legends like that Night. yeah or or if 316 if March 16th falls on a Monday oh we need you to come in for Austin for 316 or if it's gonna fall on a Friday when Smackdown's there um so they know that he's a phone call away 
they know Cena's a phone call away. Rock ain't a phone call away, you know? So, and I think The Rock is the reason why they kind of, the glass is right there, but they got all this stuff protecting that glass Mm -hmm. because you see what The Rock's done. The Rock has become bigger to the point where they may want him to come in and Rock's like, I got this going on. Right. I got, I got. And that's just like, The Rock's is just like one of the hardest working dudes in Hollywood. Like he stay in a movie, he stays in a movie role. And then on top of that, now you see he bought, he bought um, the XFL. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. So I just, I just feel like if Bray would have, like you said, got that face role, it would have been arguably the one of the biggest because he was one he was a big fan he like he was a big fan favorite just, even as just the fiend I mean, as just, just the fiend he was a fan beyond, favorite beyond being a fiend like let's let's not forget when Bray used to come out when it was the Wyatt family right everybody phone out phones out fireflies flash, flashlights and yeah. it was just I remember was it <clears throat> was it mania when he fought Cena, WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. And when he came out in the whole arena. Right. Was just lit up. It was something I've... And, and they've even said it. Like, the comments, they was like, I've never seen something like this. Right. Like, look look at all these lights. Like, just look at it. It was just incredible to see and when you see something like that you might not know how to deal with that right you know and that's like i said that maybe that that paranoia at the wwe is like okay like he's getting too big he's getting too large i don't want him to be and that's where they're gonna fuck up yeah because they i i think we always, well, I always refer to a busted open episode, and I'm referring to a busted open episode. When they talked, when Bubba talked about it, and they was like, "Where can we see him going?" He said, "Obviously, because of character, like the, the whole character thing, we can't get the Bray Wyatt." We can't we can't get the theme music of Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. We can't get that. Yeah, I, I saw I saw the people that made his uh, that did his theme music and said, "Yo, we got you." No, next no, no. no, the next time, come yeah. on. Wait, wait, no, I'm, wait. I'm talking about the catch a flood right. like that. Yeah, they said he said. Now, what if he nine day clause ends? It's like he whoever's in the ring right there in the ring. All of a sudden, lights go off. And all you see is a lantern on the Titan Tron. All you right. see is the lantern. Right. And you see a hand pick it up. And it gets to the and you did light gets to the light. Mm-hmm. And he says, AEW, we're here. Right. The whole building is the losing its shit. Building is erupting. Yes. Like you we we know it. We instantly know it. Right. And then lights come on and Bray and whoever. Cody. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Got it. Cold, Cody. Or, or what if they do this? What if they do that? What? Not Cody. What if they do, you know what? Tony Khan's like, you know what? Bray, we want you, right? Right. But we'll do one even better for you. Get your brother. Right. We will show right. what you and your brother are really mm-hmm. capable of right. doing and bring them to and have them wipe out who And sign there. JoJo for commentate for, for, for ring announcement. Ring announcement. Right. Do that. JoJo need a job? What's up? Got you. Do that. The the crowd was, dude, I got goosebumps just off of even thinking. I got goosebumps just off of thinking that. Because I was like, because, dude, I, listen, like you said, if it go black and you see the lantern and you see him walk up to it and you kind of hear that voice, you're like, you know, see. And he's just start going into that, to that, to that mold that, 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 that Bray Wyatt talking like that, dude, I'm like, I will lose my Mine and he picks it up and you see, bro, oh, you see that face, bro. <laughs> and like you said, bro, if Bo is there, I will lose my mind. And I'm telling you right there, right there, I was like, yo, AEW has officially won me over. I'm already in. I'm already in, like somewhat invested in AEW, but it did get, bro, and I'm talking about and Bray and he do it right. I'm in the, I'm I y'all got me, bro. Y'all got me as a fan right there, bro. Or even okay, so just just cre- creative. We just said that, right? Yeah. But what if? What if? Is Bray? Mm-hmm. Is Bo? Mm-hmm. I don't want to throw Rowan into the mix. Yeah, I, I feel like Rowan damn near like retired. Damn near. Malachi Black. Let's say Malachi Black is answering to a higher voice. Mm-hmm. But he never reveals who that person is that he's referring to. Let's yeah. just say Malachi, let's just say Tommy N has been creating this thing and it's just like, you know what, but hasn't told anybody. But it's like, you know what, me and Bray been talking. Mm-hmm. Like, we've we been talking, we've been pitching ideas. You know, we both creatively, we doing this and third. And he's just like, he's giving me all this, this, Influence. He's giving me all these ideas. He's like, "What if I just? What if you are the higher? What if you are the higher voice? That what I'm if he was the dark father? What if you are the dark father? And then we—that's what we. He's the dark father, right? But then he's also like, "Yeah, I'm the dark father, but I'm the dark father of the cult. The cult, yeah. And then this cult is the cult. When and then that's when Bo come into the equation, right? And then shit." Your father's not doing nothing. <laughs> AEW loves picking up all the vets, all the old heads, all the old OGs. The family. You bring the family into the joint. JoJo, his personal ring, his personal whatever. You bring the brother. You bring the wife, the brother, <laughs> the father, and then the, the son, but he's the... I'm the leader of the cult of window. I'm the, the leader of this joint. Whatever like that. And then you somehow, you assert Alistair Black into this joint. Bruh. Because you know what he said? Remember Alistair Black said he wanted to do a, like kind of like a group with, in WWE. It was like him, Bray, Taker. And like, it was like some other, somebody else. I think it was like a kind of like a, basically like that, kind of like a new Ministry of Darkness type of, mm-hmm. type of vibe or whatever like that. So, but 
I mean, now, like I said, you went AEW and creati- creatively wise, Tony Khan's letting everything fly. He's like, yo, if I, I like it, go with it. Just go with it. I trust you. Go with it. And not only that, but you have the mat. You have you have minds in there. You have wrestling minds. That's why with NXT, the reason why we fell in love with NXT is because NXT is run was run by, by wrestlers. Wrestlers. Yeah. Who knew the business. Right. AEW is the Tony Khan is the owner. But he's allowing the wrestlers right to create the, like the, like Cody's a I think Cody's a high position yeah the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega wrestlers mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like you know like guys that and are then, and then with the potential of like you know Cody hanging the boots up you know doing what he did it wouldn't surprise me if Cody just says you know what I'm gonna kind of take the role of my father. Mm-hmm. And do the creative, like try yeah. to do all that. Yeah, but Cody supposed to have like Cody has other obligations outside of AEW, so I know that's why I think that's why he's like I'm gonna take a break, right? Because you know what I mean. So he he has like there's a show I believe mm-hmm. on TNT he's a part of or something like that. Yeah. So he has other things outside of that. So that's why I see him like taking. He'll, he'll, he'll say he's gonna be gone for a few months. So that kind of like retirement, like I'm gone for a little bit, whatever like that. Then. You know, Alice the Black. I know, I know. He could just go be going on, going on a rampage and stuff. But they all speaking of rampage. You got a new show in AEW coming out. AEW Rampage. You gonna have that there? So you're gonna have like all this talent. And now you can disperse this talent into two different shows, and they gonna kill it. They are, and they're gonna kill it. And they're gonna they're gonna slowly get into the conversation. I mean, not even slowly because they are in the conversation of being the competitor to. WWE. Right. But not according to Vince. Right. Not according to but Vince. But I like that. I like that with Vince, man. Vince a man. Vince is a man, man. Right, Vince right. don't sweat, man. He ain't sweating nothing. But like, everybody goes to this quote that he did. And and I have the quote right here. It says, well, it's cer- well, it certainly is not a certain, si- it's certainly not a situation where rising tides because that was when Ted Turner was coming after us with all the Time Warner assets as, assets as well. That was a different situation. AEW is where they are. I don't really know what their plans are. All I know is what our plans are. Cool. I get that. Mm-hmm. You're not worried. They just developed whatever, right? All right. We just whatever. I don't consider them competition in the way that I would consider WCW back in the day. Not anywhere close to it. And I'm not so sure what their investments are as far as their talent is concerned. But perhaps we can give them some more. When he said that, that was prior to the release of Ray Wyatt. The minute he said that and then drop of a dime, Ray Wyatt gets released. Drop of a dime, Ric Flair asks for his release. Right. Which a lot of people is just like, what the fuck? Da, 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 da. But then Flair released a statement saying, Hey, I have no I have no vendetta with, with the WWE. I don't they put me in this position that I'm in. I'm always grateful for them. They're standing the third. And then you drop these eleven superstars that got cut. Mm-hmm. You're feeding your competition. I said I saw a joint deal was like uh it was a picture of Nick Khan and Tony Khan, and he was like, "Yo, man, we need." He's like, "Nick Khan was like, man, y'all need any more talent down there at AEW?" He's like, "Basically, send him my way, bro." 
you know, and and I always I always wonder about that because I know there's no relation between the two, but it's kind of just like, what if this is like a plan, like inside said, job, like inside like job, you said, like like you said, you was like you want to hear something from like the the PR department, somebody saying this is what we're doing to give us a sense of. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, I could calm down. Yeah, like right. yeah. Give us a give us a statement that even if it came from Vince, listen, I know you guys, whatever. But there's a there's a big Triple H would have been perfect for that. Triple H could have released a statement and be like, "Yo, just calm everybody down. We good. Like, don't worry." Go ahead. Funny, what you say, Damn, I know you. No, it. no. Because funny, you bring Triple H's name. Do you, because one of the biggest talks in the wrestling community mm-hmm. is the relationship that Vince and Triple H have, right? And NXT, right? Mm-hmm. Now, off the script. <laughs> JD has been very adamant and very, he's been going in on the idea of Vince McMahon didn't want to lose the rating war with his two big brands, Raw and SmackDown. So what he did was he gave Triple H NXT, like you take NXT, you compete with them. Because you look at what's been going on. Remember the one year where NXT was on a kill. Right. They came in the Survivor Series and killed. They killed the Survivor Series. Right. Even that that of uh, the situation with uh, Saudi Arabia and he had them coming to uh, SmackDown. They killed the show. Yeah. So a lot of people feel like Vince has given Triple H the opportunities to take over. Mm-hmm. And then when you give him the position of, well, I give you Wednesday night to go up against them. And then you notice that the ratings, AEW was always winning. Right. Then Vince is like, all right, you know what? You lost. We now just had the subject and change our schedule. So now we're not even competing on Wednesdays anymore. We're going to Tuesdays. We moved. Now, what we're going to do is I'm going to gut your whole entire thing. And then it's not even a third brand. Still developmental. It's still developmental. That's how I look at it. It's still developmental. Do do you feel like do you feel like NXT still is like developmental or would you really consider it to be a third brand? I consider them a third brand. I feel like if NXT was outside of WWE, I feel like NXT would be better. Like I would much prefer watching NXT than well, but most definitely Raw. I still watch SmackDown, mm-hmm. but NXT would be like 
one of my favorite brands or my favorite promotions in, in wrestling. It'd be NXT, SmackDown, AEW, you know, might still watch Impact here and there. Right. You know, but yeah, NXT would most definitely get get, you know, a lot of love for me. So I feel like NXT is a is a promotion, is a brand. It should be a brand. It should be looked at as as such. I mean, you got all these titles, you had these takeovers, you had these pay-per-views. Like man, like what developmental has stuff like that? Like these these huge takeovers and and things of that nature. Like that's not that's not normal. You know what I mean? For me for for just a, a um of developmental. Now, according to um Dirt Sheet Radio, mm-hmm. they said that NXT is revamping and these releases that just happened is a part of the transformation that apparently major changes is coming to NXT brand, including a new logo, new lighting, and a focus on younger talent and a different format to the TV show. So a lot of people fear that it's going to go back to the NXT when they were doing the competitive. Yeah. Yeah. When the Miz and Daniel Bryan, yeah, I I feel like there's there's a war going on within the WWE walls. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like there is tension between. The parties. Yeah. Um, supposedly, when they moved to USA, um, a lot of the writing or the creativeness that WWE gave NXT or Triple H had no longer was there. It got kind of phased out with more of the main roster personnel being there, like backstage people being there. Um, and then their their takeovers wasn't, and that's what caught my attention was the fact that they stopped really doing their takeovers like they used to. I and and I I noticed that and I was kind of like that's it's kind of weird because I look forward to takeovers, right? You know, and now it's kind of like, eh, but then. You look at what they were doing with AEW, or you look at what, you know, you look at what AEW doing. They had like specials for their Wednesday night shows. Yeah. So then WWE's like, well, okay, well y'all do that. We gonna do this. Right. Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. Great American Bash. American Bash. Um. Bash at the beach, I think. Bash. Bash at the beach. Was in your house one or was in your house? I think in the house was takeover. Takeover. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's just ah, man, like it's it's tough. And then you look at what they're doing with Karrion Cross. Right. You know, but then busted open. Gotta love bully. Right. Gotta love bully. Cause bully's like, what if it's all a part of the story? Cause think about it. You take away Scarlet, you take away the entrance, you have him on the main roster. He doesn't look like the powerful carrying cross that we've seen in NXT. Right. 
you see him in NXT recently. Who's not there? Scarlett's not there as much now. Let's say he loses to Joe at TakeOver. Right. So now he loses the belt. He goes to the main roster. He's losing. He's going whatever. Going on a losing streak, right? That's when you insert Scarlett. Scarlett shows up. Scarlett kind of doesn't say nothing. But Scarlett just gives him a look. And Karrion snaps. Right. And we get the that that carrying cross that was in NXT. Right. Now we see the entrance with Scarlett. Now we see all this. Bubba was like, that might be what they're doing. That's what that's the rumor that I'm hearing. That's the rumor that I hear that they're like they they want him to lose. He they want him to lose to be like, okay, the reason he's losing because Scarlett's not there. Then once you insert Scarlett back into the situation, now he goes on his kill streak. He goes on his winning streak. And it's like, wow, like that was missing. It was his his wife, basically, his but manager or whatever. They also said that they might be doing it as a test. You know, they might be like, okay, well, to test you to see, because Bully, Bully was saying it. He was like, you know, sometimes they test you to see how you are going to react backstage. How are you going to react leading up to the match? How are you going to react when you find out this is how the match is going to go because they want to test you to see how you're going to be, you know? And he's like, if he passed, if he passes it with flying colors, then they have something in the works for him. They mm-hmm. just had to go through the ringer. Right. You know? So it, it's just, it's so, but much. I kind of feel like that's, isn't that the purpose of NXT though? The NXT is to get you ready for the main roster, so why you got to go through all that just to go to the main roster he's when you're about, on NXT? He's talking about the politics, though. Oh. He's talking about the politics of the backstage. Oh. So, like, say say you get called up, or say you are on Raw or SmackDown, and then you get told, you're you're the, to say you're an Intercontinental Champ. And we get, I'm creative. I'm like, hey, um... Yeah, you're an Intercontinental Champ and everything, but just want to let you know, you're going to job. You're going to job out to this. No disrespect. No disrespect to him. You're going to job out to Dominic. Right. And you are like this killer. Right. You're going to job out to Dominic. Tonight. On SmackDown. Match is going to last but two minutes. They want to see how you're going to react. Are you going to be like, I'm the champ. What the fuck? Are you serious? No, 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 no. Hey, come back here. Come back here. Come come here. You are telling me I'm losing to Dominic in two minutes and I'm an IC champ. And I'm the most, I've been the most dominant IC champ in recent time. Right. They want to test you to see if you're going to be, how are you going to react to it? They might be like, just, just, we got something. We can't tell you right now, but. I'll be like, nah, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Just just tell me like, (laughs) this is what it is. This is what I want you to do. Don't tell me like, oh, we got something in the worst. No, don't tell me that because then I'll be like, nah. But it's kind of like that, that test is that, is that ringer to see how you, how you handle things because card subject to change, that's kind of how they're looking at it. They, they might look at it that way, you know? So, 
Um, spe- oh man, there's one thing that we did not. Speaking of NXT, mm-hmm. speaking of the releases, there is something. There's like a cloud <laughs> hovering over NXT, which happens to be Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. And his contract expires a little after SummerSlam. And the word around the universe is he's not resigning. Right, yeah. I've heard David Dina thrown different contracts at him, and he's denied all of them. And apparently there was a meeting between Adam Cole and Vince McMahon yesterday, Friday, on Smack, like during the meeting or during the taping of SmackDown or whatever it was. I'm not saying it's going to be a, the biggest blow to NXT, but it's it's going to be up there. Mm-hmm. If they lose Adam Cole, th- that's going to be big. That's going to be impactful. That's going to leave a, a substantial amount of damage yeah. to that brand. And we already know that if he's gone... We know where he's going. Right. There's not a... Yeah, there's no question where he's going. He's going to AEW. He's going straight to AEW. Right. And, man, like... I, and we seen what he did in NXT for all them years. And he go to AEW. We see who, like, the roster he got there. Hey, Adam Cole go... And most of my people that he... No, he cool with. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just... His girl there. His girls, his yeah, his girls there. His all his friends is there. Most of his friends and like he's been at some of the AEW backstage events. Like yeah. he's been there. And then the also there's rumors of Pete Dunn, his contract Word. is coming up too. Oh shit! It's those some L's right there. Those some mean L's right there. You lose Adam Cole and Pete Dunn. Those some L's. It is man. And then, like you said, with the possibility of. Getting CM Punk there. And Brian Danielson? Yeah, but okay, so I will say this. As far as CM Punk goes, I think it's more like Jericho said. It's more of the, like, CM Punk has this mythology about him now. Yeah. Like, he just, he's like this enigma. Like, it's like, man. Right. Can, like, it's that it's that question now. Like you've been going from the business for a long time. Can you still like are you still the best in the, the world, world? Right. Type of thing. And that's how I kinda look at the CM Punk situation. Like, right. A lot of people are like hyped about it and like he made um he's been dropping little gems. Little gems like, and like, stuff, yeah. Hey, like Chicago and you know they the, the Michael big, Jordan, the the, the, the Michael Jordan, Jordan Jane, yeah. coming up. I think it's all all out, all out, out yeah, all out in Chicago, and it's just like I'm. I'll be happy to see CM Punk, but at the same time, it's kind of just like I think you've the momentum has it's it's passed, yeah. You know, to me, yeah. Because I, I I wouldn't be 
as hyped to see CM Punk as I would be seeing a Bray Wyatt at a, a in AEW. But I, is that because more so because they've been wrestling? You've seen them wrestle recently, yeah. and like I haven't seen CM Punk wrestling in a while, right? You know, it's just kind of like the name, like CM. Right. It's just the name. You kind of remember just the past, but but it would be it would be if he comes out to the cult personality. Right. Because WWE can't say nothing about that because that's not their record. Right. That's an actual record. Right. Comes out to the cult personality, does his little watch joint. Yeah. Then that might get, then that might pull right. me. That might be like, all right, all but right. Then, but then what it gets you if you see like some, if he look, you like, yo, he looks good. No, no, no. It's, he looks good in the ring right the now. Ring and everything, I'm, I'm all for it. But it's just if he, if he comes, if he comes out to anything other than cult personality, it ain't the same for you. It ain't the same. Right. It ain't gonna hit the same. Right. This is well. It got yeah. The, come on, that joke. I lose my mind, bro. And then you want to talk about? Okay, so we, I, I talked about it in in my Money in the Bank video, and I talked about like when Cena returned and how the crowd erupted. And then it may it always makes me think about returns. And I think about like the biggest pops and everything. I am assuring you, if cult of personality comes on at all out, that arena is destroyed. Yes. Because it is erupting. Like the like when John when John Cena came back at the at Madison Square Garden for the Royal Rumble, I remember it as clear as day. And Jim Ross was like, "The roof is coming off," because it was like Cena came out, the crowd was loud, but then as he just as Cena started amping up, the crowd just started getting louder and louder. I think when CM Punk come out. And if he don't, if he just come out on some like, he don't, he don't attack nobody. He just comes out and he just stands in the middle of the ring. Right. The crowd would just, or if he stands on the turnbuckle and does his little joint. Right. The crowd, it's like that crowd would just erupt, and he just, he doesn't say, he just soaks it all in. Right. The roof will tear. The roof will come down. Everything. If I don't know, are they in the United Center? I think so. Them banners, them Chicago Bulls banners are coming down. Retirement jerseys are falling down. The Jordan statue is crumbling. Everything around that area is going to be done. Right. Because of that, if, if he comes out to that song. Right. If he comes up to anything else, they may erupt, but it's not going. And ain't the same. yeah, it ain't the same as Cole's personality. It like you're saying, that's that's not the WWE <laughs> likes the song, so he can do that if he wanted to. He really can. He really could. So, and then I, I just I think that that I think you you do that you include Daniel Bryant. If they introduce CM Punk, Daniel Bryant, um, hell, because. All out, they might go all out. We might see the iconics in there because their their ninety day clause is up now, right? So they might pop up, or at least at least Peyton, Peyton, Peyton might, yeah. You know, um, 
Braun, he might pop up. You know, because we don't we don't know. We don't know what Braun's situation is. Yeah, like, so yeah. all out is really gonna be all out. They right. really might be like, you know what? We we throwing everything. Y'all y'all getting everything. Right. And then you know what will be a bigger blow? Is not only if Daniel Bryant shows up. Nikki Brie Bella, my bad. But if, Never. The, if both of them show up, think about if if you have both the Bella twins show up. You know that you know that 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 video of Vince when he goes, "Where's the son of a bitch at? Where? Where? Where?" And he goes, <laughs> "I guarantee you, that video is gonna surface sometime during All Out. Right? Guarantee you." I guarantee you, somebody gonna. And you had Vince with the, with the ear like, oh my god, like yo, they are they are signing everybody. <laughs> now you really, and that's the one thing I don't, I don't like when people be like, yo, AW is picking up all the WWE like, like cast castaways and stuff. Uh, what are they supposed to do? Right. What are you supposed to do? If I'm you're not, building a company. Right. You're building a brand. That's what WCW did. Right. The the first episode of Nitro. Who was there that nobody knew that was going to be there? Lex Luger. He was there. Then, years later, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash showed up. It's what they do. Right. You know, this is... WWE does it. Right. And nobody says shit about it. Absolutely nothing. Right. But it's like, like you said, where else are you supposed to go? I ain't going to, they ain't going to impact. No disrespect to impact, but I'm just saying, like, shit, Tony Khan got bread. But also, look at that. You can, AEW's like, we're working with other feds. Got that. That's why I really, Brian, Dan <laughs> Brian signed with them boys because he wanted to work with New Japan. And Vince was like, no, we're not letting you do that. But I, we know why. We know why, but it's just like, yo, Daniel Bryan was like, this is, this is what I, but that's what Daniel Bryan wanted. And Daniel Bryan was like, I have no issues with resigning. I just wanted, I want to compete with talent in New Japan. And Vince was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I, you, I have a, whatever, a situation with New Japan. Mm-hmm. So now Daniel Bryan was like, okay, then I'll just go to sign to AEW. They'll let me do that. I just got to pop up for a few dates here and there. Like he's not gonna be like a full time talent, like really like going in like that. He's gonna be there for 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 a minute, probably go to New Japan for a while, and that's it. Probably same with CM Punk, part time. I'm just like, yo, easy schedule. Come here, show up for a few dates, wrestle a little bit. You know, could be a short contract, a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, six months or something like that. Just to be like, yo, all right, let me let me do something real quick. You know. Yep. And who better against his 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 uh, a young talent like a Darby Allen, one of the hottest talents he got in AEW. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the promos with CM Punk and MJF? Oh. What? <laughs> and they not and they not publicly traded, right? Not traded so they could go in. So they can say whatever they want to say, right? Oh man, that ooh. Uh, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, a promo, just a promo. Just how I'm speaking on promos. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be something, right? And then you know that it. I'm. You know what? I gotta say it. I gotta say it. 
Don't let them be like, yo, punk, we got you here. You looking good. Everything's looking good. What's up with AJ? What's up with AJ? Davis, I, I seen I seen a report about her talking about possibly coming back. Dude. Dude. Punk AJ. And let's just say, because you know Cody, you know, you got to have Cody involved somewhere. Cody Brandy versus Punk AJ. Mm-hmm. At one of these AEW events. And, and I don't know if I told you that, that um about the idea that like, the dude from NWA Power was like, yo, he wants to have an event the same weekend as WrestleMania. Yeah. With all the promotions. Yep. And he wants to I was like, dude, he got the venue. Cause Tony Khan got the venue. Jacksonville, Jaguar Stadium, that joint. You got Impact, AEW, New Japan, NWA Power, all these joints. One building competing the same day. And you want to talk about a blow, a blow to Vince McMahon. That, cause both, first of all, it's gonna be great for the fans. It's gonna be great for the fans. But you want to talk about a blow to WrestleMania? Never before have we seen somebody compete with WrestleMania? You want it? The same weekend? You, you want you want to catch Vince's attention? Dude, and I'm talking <laughs> about an aid and that though all those groups got enough to do a two-night event the whole weekend. You want to give Vince Man. attention? Man. <laughs> want to get his attention? Dude. Do that. You want to throw some fear in the WWE, that would do it. And y'all do numbers. And don't let their numbers, their numbers outdo WrestleMania numbers. Let's do this. Let's think about this. One. Take a dip. Take, think about this one. They do that, right? Night, let's say night one, night two, whatever. Let's say it's a two-night event. Yeah. You end night two with the appearance of Brock Lesnar. Because if Brock's about his money. And Brock is Tony about his Khan, money. Brock is about his Tony money. Khan will bring the Brinks truck out. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Cause he got it Tony Khan got it He got it He got it If he, he could get it. Yo if I could get Brock Just to show up Just Just to show up Easy money He ain't gotta do nothing He just show up And he just like Tony Khan like Listen I'll pay you I'll pay what you want Just to show up You could go to WWE Right after that. I don't give a fuck <laughs> But just Just to show up So we could just Do Vince wouldn't want Brock back I don't think but he would need Brock. He would need Brock. He would need Brock. He would need Brock. It would hurt him, but he would need him. But that's the thing about Brock, though. Brock don't give a fuck. And Brock's like, yo, you need me. You need me. And Brock. And then if he threw the biggest, Brock be like, you know, I can get somebody else if you want me to. I can make a phone call. He's, he's just... Just phone call what? Right. And Brock comes out and he's standing there and all of a sudden you hear ladies and gentlemen dude you know no bro that happens my name is, is Paul, Paul Haven. Haven bro duh I would I, I know it's not gonna happen but 
if that happened, I'm like, you know what? AEW, you won me over. You won Officially me. won me you over. Officially right. won me over. I don't care if Brock and them just showed up that one time just and it was like, you know what? time. And then like Monday night, they're on. I don't care. Because like, I said Brock don't care. He don't. Brock go do what, what Brock want to do. What you go do, Vince? He what did, you go do? He did throw the belt at Vince. <laughs> <laughs> And kept it pushing, and Paul Heyman walked confidently right behind him, like, bro, what you go do? Cause Brock got options. Yeah, yeah. They talk about Brock going back to UFC. Yeah, he got options. He got options. Like I said, Brock bought his money, and Tony Khan got it. Tony Khan got it. If he ain't got it, his daddy got it. And he dad like dad. We we got it. Like get Brock. Get Brock, get Brock, whatever he want. Brock will soak that ish up. He go come out, dude. Ooh, man, I wish I, but, uh, a value like that, bro. Brock, cause Brock know his value. Mm-hmm. You got to pay me. Mm-hmm. That is just for you. I can. I don't even know who Brock will. De- who Brock will destroy if he comes out? He fucking somebody up. <laughs> Brock fucking somebody up. Yo, Brock, he come out, and it's him, Kenny Omega. And Brock F5s, Kenny Omega. He picks up the AEW championship, looks at it, and puts it in the air. The fans is going to lose their mind. And he shows up to WWE the next day. And lays waste to Bobby fucking Lashley. And picks up the WWE Championship. And hoises in the air like, dude, I'm fucking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I do what I want. I do what the... That should be his shirt. I do what the fuck I want. Oh, Brock Lesnar. Here comes the pay. Oh, man. I retired the Undertaker. I destroyed John Cena. The Rock don't want none of this. Small. <laughs> Man, I'm Brock Lesnar. Let's just say Brock just say for just good old time's sakes. Feed me Goldberg. I'm about to put this old geezer out of his freaking misery. I'm tired of Goldberg. I'm Brock Lesnar. Higher hit man. Brock threw that man. Listen, the greatest of all time. <laughs> Brock's already won me over. Brock's already my guy. Hall of Famer. He's already my guy. Right. But he takes Goldberg out of his misery. I'm all for. Legally kills him. But I know <laughs> who's taking Brock. I know who's taking Goldberg out of his misery. I know who it is. Would you like to? I mean, it, it's it's only fitting that he does it. It's only fitting. The tribal chief? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you were supposed to fight that mania. Goldberg been popping off. Been talking hella shit. They're going to meet up. Right. And like I said, 
I see Roman on a Legends tour. Like he's about to take out people. He's already been taking out people, but he's taking out. He took out Dan Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, Hall of Famers, potential Hall of Famers, Edge, Hall of Famer, Goldberg. He's going to take out Goldberg. Like Goldberg and him is going to meet up. Hall of Famer. If you want to sprinkle Brock into the equation, because a lot of people want to see that happen, okay, cool. He beats Brock. It all leads up to him and The Rock. And if he beats The Rock... Oh, he beating The Rock. It cements... Oh, my God. I was like, do you understand how this is going to look if he does this and it leads up to WrestleMania? And then we have him sitting there... He beats The Rock. The image of him walking up on stage and he gets the lay. But it's a new one. It's like the ultimate, like this. You are a god. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Like, and then just him just standing there with the with, with the lay with this new lay and holds the title and he has the family around him to acknowledge oh my god and the like, rock is just in the ring just just doing his little like you know the rock yeah the rock thing, you know I, yeah we know the rock <laughs> joint yeah yeah like yeah submit <laughs> his legacy it's etched. It is. It is in stone. Now. Right. There is no way. Six time headline. Getting, six time headline. WrestleMania. Of getting past that. This. Yes. No way. There's no. They said that Roman Reigns has not been pinned in over six hundred days. He has not been pinned. Coming out with a new shirt. Man, listen. I, ideally, for me, for me, ideally, it would be him walking up on the stage and there's a fucking throne right there, and he just sits there. You, you, you seen that drawing of him? It looks like he's sitting on the yeah, throne. yeah, yeah. Man, have him sit on that throne and have Alpha and Sika on the sides. Paul on like next to next to Sika with the with the with the belt. And Roman just like with that music, do, 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 that, with that music playing, Bro. and Roman just sitting there with that look like yo. I told somebody, I told somebody on um, Cleo Thomas's Twitch because he was talking about wrestling and he was talking about theme musics, and he was like, he was like, yo, what do y'all consider to be like a good theme music for right now? And I was like, Romans. And one of the dudes was like, it's generic. I was like, but it's not. Like, if you listen to it for real, for real, it's a thing for like a, like a, it's a thing for a God. Like, this man is really sitting here like, yo, I'm at a level where it's, right. it's like unprecedented. And then, right. and then, and then like my brother, I love my brother, but then he started talking about it. And he's like, no, like, he needs to lose. No! He's not losing to The Rock. 
He's like, he has to. Rock has to win. I said, if Rock wins, Rock becomes a champion. If Rock becomes a champion, how's he going to defend this title when he has all these different projects coming out? He has all this stuff to do. He can't. He has to fall victim. Right. No, nah, it's just, that's true, though. Like, that's true. And like I said, like, and whenever, shit, by that time, fucking the XFL might start up again. So it's like, if Rock has to be involved in, like, he has to be there. He has to, you know, be a, you know, quite sure, first game present. Oh, yeah. Rock has to be there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a lot going on with that. He got, like I said, he got his, his liquor. He got movies. He got whatever. Like, Rock just be dropping deals left and right. You know what I mean? The Rock is one of the hardest working men in the business, in that Hollywood business. And yeah, he's going to be there for WrestleMania to face Roman Reigns. And he's going to lose to Roman Reigns. He's going to lose to the Tribal Chief. You know Paul Heyman going to cut a hell of a promo. So that's going to happen. And on top of that, don't let the Usos get involved. The Usos and Rock just going in, just, you know, the Usos. Yeah, Us, you see what time it is? Us, it's the Tribal Chief. And them boys going out and Rock will have his, his, he got to say, and then on top of that, you go have Roman and Rock going at it. But like I said, like Roman, like dude, come on now, Roman, 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 Roman beating the Rock. Roman's gonna beat the Rock. But like I said, just the, I don't like his entrance at Roman. I, I think his entrance might be like regular, like he just gonna come out regular mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But if he beats the Rock, like I said, it's the it's the Tribal Chief versus the most electrifying man in sports entertainment today. But you already know the history. You know the history. You know the family, and it's about family. So you know that that whole thing is gonna be about family. Shout out to Dominic Toretto. You know what I'm saying? So, and then once Roman wins, like I said, like that, that's just that, that image, that image after that, you don't know what to expect. But like I, I said, delays, right. having the family there. Cause this could do like the family just Nia Jax, Nia Jax is there. The Usos is there. Roman's there. Shit. Rock daughter. You don't know what's going on. Rock's daughter. Rock's mom. Rock's mom. I was Seeker. Throw Rakishi in there. I was about to see yeah, Rakishi, Rakishi in, in the there. Picture. Tamina, all of them are there. Yeah, I was gonna say Tamina, yeah. It's just, it's like, Shit, you gotta put Naomi like Naomi's marrying into the family, right. but you got Naomi. And you to see that, like I think ideally that is the like I think if Vince don't wrestling fans don't 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 take this wrong way, just just hear me out. But I think if Vince had that image of the whole entire Samoan family standing there, right? And Roman is at the top of the helm and he's like, yes, I've done, I've done this. I've beaten the people's chief. Cause that, I, gu- I guarantee you the Rock's gonna say that. Right. I guarantee he's gonna be like, you're the tribal chief, I'm the people's chief. Whatever. I think Vince would be like, I fulfilled my prophecy. I can go away now. Like, I, I, I think that that image right there would be the image that Vince always wanted with Roman. He's always wanted Roman at this position of this power. And if he's got the whole Samoan family lined up, you be by far probably the most decorated person in that family. Yeah, the most successful. The most successful. 
One of the great in that era, that Stone Cold Rock era. One of the greatest wrestlers in that business. The top man in Hollywood. You beat him. And what if he beats some white? Like, he dominates. Oh, yeah, because you know Roman go had like, it's going to don't party in the matches where Roman just going to be walking around talking shit. Rock will be on the ground. Like, Roman just going to be like, come on, this, come on. Like, you know how Roman, you know Roman got that swag and just like, come This, this y'all people's champion. This, he going to rock over the Roman going to be talking hella shit. Then you know Rock will get his, you know Rock will get his 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 in and stuff like that. Oh, you know doing all that. You know Rock will do his thing or whatever like that. And it's gonna be saying Rock will put Roman going come on, generic, come out same insults, same promo, same entrance music. Come on, like I do this. It's like mission. It's like mission day. Like come on, you know Roman. Like you know how I do, big doggy style. You know how Roman. Big ooze. Dude, right? Like I said right now, if, like, let me tell you something. WWE, like I said, he cut people over like that. But if by chance, somehow, some way, the death blow would be fucking Roman. If Roman said, you know what? I've done everything I could here. Contract oh, up. Oh, I'm out. Oh, Bruh. oh, over. Oh, over. If Roman leaves. Roman. If Roman leaves, shows at AEW the next day. I guarantee you, the Usos will be served with release papers. papers Cause that you day. know, cause you know, they be like, you know what? The only reason why we saving you is cause of him. And now that he's gone, you know what? We're not even gonna serve you per papers. Just get out. Get the fuck. Out. <laughs> Just get out. To me, they gone. Go out. Get out of here. Out. You know what, Naya? Cause you broke everybody's face. You hurt everybody. Go. Like. Everybody, every if you if you are Samoan, <laughs> out, <laughs> get gone, Paul Heyman. Now they killing him. Oh. They killing Paul. <laughs> they like Paul got Paul. Paul getting took it out in the back, in the shed. And Undertaker gonna be there. They gonna call him. Like they gonna call him. Undertaker, yo, come here. Right. Paul will be like, come on, I'm just an advocate. Come on, Paul. You know what time it is. You're a special counsel. Yeah, you should have consulted him on not leaving. Right. You know what time it is, Paul. Time to take the time to get that receipt. Oh, <laughs> See, man. Receipt yeah, coming. You definitely going to get that receipt. Receipt coming. Oh, man. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it, man. That's that. That's the way we gotta end the show. You gotta acknowledge the tribal chief. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the format for now on. <laughs> it's like we got. We either gotta begin the show or end the show talking about Roman Reigns. Acknowledging you him. gotta acknowledge the tribal chief, man. So, yeah, I think that's. I, I think that's. That's all I have for. This this surprise bonus episode. <laughs> yes. That's the way we go end the surprise bonus episode, everybody. We acknowledged him. We fulfilled our we fulfilled our duty for the tribal chief. And this is your boy, the ace. And it is the podcast, Tribal Chief. The franchise. This is the bonus episode of the Royal Club. We will be back around well after SummerSlam. Pretty much, pretty much that that. that Whatever, that weekend after SummerSlam, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so recording, talking about that, what's going on. So 
That's it, everybody. You Wait, guys. All out is when? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I could have looked up off up. I'm not sure. I think it is in August, though. Okay. Yes. Like a Saturday. They usually have their stuff on Saturdays. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll talk about SummerSlam. We'll talk about all things wrestling like we always Most do. Most definitely. We'll talk about All Out when that, whatever that happens. We got to check out dates on that. So. Till next time, man. Till next time, guys. Peace.